A reading from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 5, starting at verse 1. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain, and after he sat down, his disciples came to him. Then he began to speak and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil things and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Thank you very much. Well, well read. It's always hard when you get asked last minute to read a thing, isn't it? So thank you. Good afternoon, everyone. Great to see you. Thank you, James. Afternoon, sir. Um, let's pray. Father God, open up your word to us and um, speak to us. I pray that we would be blessed by your word. Amen. If you were here at the um, 11 a.m. this morning, uh, you would have heard Chris give a really good talk on exactly the same thing. And I had written my talk last night and I went home and thought, it's not as good as Chris's. So I had to go home. So as he left, I stole his, his uh, notes and I've rewritten my uh, talk. So Chris, you've probably heard this talk before. Uh, it was really good, so um, no pressure at all. Um, I wonder um, what you think of when you see these three politicians on the screen. I'm not going to ask you to move to different sides of the room to decide who you like the best or whatever, but I wonder what you think. And whatever you think of them, each of them have a very different vision of society. Each of them have a very different view of how a country works, even who should be in that country and who shouldn't, who's in and who's out. And societies and countries are always governed by a story, aren't they? It can be a good one, it can be a bad, bad one, it can be a boring one, but there is always a story there which governs how that country or that society works. And the story usually is about who's at the top and who's at the bottom. That's sometimes what happens and what it's about. In the, the reading we, ju we uh, just heard, the Beatitudes, um, it features at the start of the Sermon on the Mount. And it's the first time in the Gospel of M Matthew that we hear Jesus speak. It's the first thing that we hear him say. It's the first big chunk of stuff that we hear from him where we discover what he's all about we discover what he's going to get up to. And it's been understood in loads of different ways. Of course it has. It's the church. And people have argued for centuries about what it is and what it means and what it doesn't mean and who's wrong and who's right. But really, it's an intro to what Jesus is all about and what he plans to do and what his followers are supposed to do and what his followers are all about. I want you to imagine for a second that you've never heard those words 
That could be easy if you've never heard those words, and that's an easy task. But imagine you've never heard those words. That's the first time today you've ever heard them read. The first time you've ever experienced those words. And imagine you're really poor, and you're hearing Jesus talk. You're sitting at his feet, and you're hearing him speak, and you're barely able to make ends meet. You're living under a cruel occupation, which never seems to to an end. And it's brutal. You've seen friends die, you've seen family die, you've seen innocent people die, and they've been crushed by this army. And you dream of one day being free. And you've lost friends. You've, you've lost fa- 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 family because you can't feed them. And it's been really, really hard. And then you hear G- Jesus say, you're blessed if you're poor. You're blessed if you mourn. You're blessed if you're hungry. You're blessed if you're persecuted. Can you imagine the comfort you would feel in those words? Can you imagine the kind of pulling at your heartstrings? You're probably not even sure who Jesus is yet. You're not convinced who he is, but he's seeming to speak stuff that makes sense. It speaks to your experience. You've gone from feeling unheard and crushed and unrecognised to the centre of this new thing. And it feels really exciting. It feels great. In our achievement-based culture where we post and tweet and Instagram everything, and in some of our evangelical churches, it can be really easy to think that the Beatitudes are about achieving things. It's all about uh, uh, morality and ethics. It's all about doing the right things and saying the right things. But actually, what this passage is about, I think, it's about people. It's about those who are accepted, those who are called. If it's all about achieving things, it's not to work at being hungry or to work at being persecuted. That seems bonkers. I mean, I've tried to work at being persecuted. I try every day, and I'm doing quite a good job. But it's bonkers, isn't it, to kind of think, well, if I work at being hungry, that's a really good thing. Which means, actually, we're not being told to achieve things. We're not being told to be more moral. Actually, we're being told about the kind of society that Jesus wants to achieve, the kind of community that he wants to build, the kind of people who are welcomed in that society which actually is good news and bad news right because it's good news if you're one of those who feels like you're being crushed it's great news if you feel like you're kind of at the bottom of things if you're hungry or you're persecuted or things are not going quite right but it's bad news I think if you're at the top it's bad news if you discover actually oh no there's some things I'm going to lose And I'm going to have to change how I live because I'm doing some things that are not nice. I think what Jesus is trying to do is reorder society and reconnect communities. But it takes a massive change. It's a massive shift in how he wants to do it. Um, One of my heroes of the faith is uh, a man called Dietrich Bonhoeffer. And um, Shane, actually, I discovered, where, where, where are you, Shane? You had his spectacles on your little stool the whole time. That's, that's incredible. I didn't realise you had those. How much are these? 
reaction of us. They were on the stores, amazing. So if you want to look more like that, you can buy these now. Um, anyway, as I was. Um, and um, Bonhoeffer was uh, a German pastor during the, um, the kind of rise of the, of the Nazis. Um, and he was sickened by what he saw in society, sickened by the way the Nazis tr- tried to split uh, everyone on who they were. Kind of, you know, they saw some as, as kind of subhuman, others as, br- as br- br- brilliant, and he was sickened by, by it. But what he was particularly found hard was that those in the church supported it, that the church was kind of used as a way of supporting that. Um, and many in the church kind of went along with, with it, and that's what he found really hard. So he set up a new church called the Confessing Church. And the Beatitudes was an important text for how he discovered that, was an important text for how he discovered how to resist what was happening. And one of the things that he wrote was this, the fellowship of the Beatitudes is the fellowship of the crucified. What does he mean? Well, he means that as Jesus seeks to build his kingdom, and it's the other way up, it starts with the church. So the kingdom isn't the whole, the, the kind of church isn't the whole kingdom, but it starts with the church. So the text that we heard read isn't some mystical text which is supposed to make us feel really good. Actually, it's a call to examine ourselves. It's a call to think about the way we treat others, to think about the things that we buy, to think about the way we live on the earth, the things that we consume, and to think about the way that we treat those that Christ says are are blessed. So today, I wonder what the Beatitudes mean to you. Um, I wonder if they comfort you or disturb you. If they comfort you because they help you to find a place in God's world. Because you think, oh, actually, I am crushed. I am finding life really hard. I'm full of sadness. I'm struggling to make ends meet. And they settle you in God's kingdom because of that. They give you a vision for where you fit. Or perhaps something else is going on. Actually, they disturb you. They perhaps make you feel uncomfortable about something else that's happening in your life, a situation at work or a friendship or a relationship. And they, they, they don't set out to you. They're, kind of, they're, they're consuming you to think about things. Well, then perhaps today, that text is a confession for you. It's a lament of how the world is. It's a chance to to read that text afresh and to say, Lord, where have I gone wrong? Where have I not blessed those that you bless? Where have I not blessed communities that you want to bless? So we're going to be in this text for three three weeks. So so perhaps in those three weeks at at home, you could print off the sheet, you could print off the uh, text, and every day just spend some time with the text and say, God, where do I need to confess? Where have I not blessed those that you have blessed? Let's pray. Lord, there are so, there are many in our community who you have called blessed. And at times we fail to see that. And we act in ways which reject that. And there's times where, where we feel that we're not, not blessed, where we're not seen. So help us, Lord, to live in a new way. In a way which is of your kingdom. 
a way which brings love and grace to our society and to ourselves. Amen.